I know that police officers have some pretty interesting stories. This one here would probably win a prize somewhere. Welcome to my take. Well, it's not my take, it's Miguel Crespo's take. Whatever. For inspiration to go. Welcome to my take. Pastor Crespo here. My take is your oasis of inspiration and hope in the desert of negativity and despair. I want to thank you once again for being a part of the My Take family, joining the podcast. As you can probably tell, you can hear that I'm dealing with what I think is a cold. Um, I was, you know, kind of under the weather the last few days and took a little bit of time off. I was debating whether or not to do the podcast today, but, you know, as I say, the show must go on. And uh, in, when you're in the business of bringing hope and inspiration to people, you really don't want to be taking any days off, right? So I'm going to try and get through this, and uh, let's see where it goes. I want to encourage you to like, share, subscribe, let your friends know about this podcast if they can benefit from anything that would be, uh, you know, we take some news articles of the day and try to find a Bible spin, try to find Bible wisdom. This is the podcast that you need to listen to. In spite of my, uh, sounds like a prepubescent voice right now, but I'll get through it, I'm sure. Um, again, thank you for joining the podcast. There is an email, mytakemc at gmail.com, mytakemc at gmail.com. If you want to let me know what you think about the podcast, if you have any news articles you would like me to take a look at, mytakemc at gmail.com. All right, let's get into it. I have, I have here, um, an article from Springfield, California. This comes from the Associated Press. And I do, listen, I, I I found this rather funny. I wanted to laugh, but I'm concerned that if I laugh too much, I'm going to go into a coughing fit and I'm just going to ruin the whole podcast. So you're going to have to do the laughing for me. Here is a, the, the article. This is how it begins. This took place in Springfield, California, not too long ago. A 28-year-old driver was pulled over for speeding. In the process of being pulled over, he tried to switch places with his dog to avoid arrest. That's right. I'm not making this up. <laughs> he was doing more than speeding, apparently. Somehow he got it in his head that as the cop was pulling him over, that he could switch places with his dog and somehow convince the officer that the dog was driving. Let me give you some more information about it. So... Apparently, this, this individual was driving uh, 50 miles an hour in a 30-mile-per-hour zone when the police officer spotted him. The police officer saw him, pulled him over, and, and he says, the officer said, he saw movement in the front, but he wasn't sure what it was. It wasn't until he walked up to the car, and when he realized that as he's looking in, and you know the traditional thing that officers do, they walk up to a car and they say something like, License and registration, please. I'm sure he didn't even get half of those words out of his mouth when he looked and he sees this dog, you know, mouth open, tongue sticking out, just looking at him as if, you know, what are you doing here? And the passenger seat in the in the passenger seat is the original driver doing what? I don't know, trying to convince the officer that it was the dog that was driving, and that's why they were speeding. Well, of course, as you would know, the officer you know, tried to come talk to the passenger. He actually tried to run when he realized it wasn't going to work, but he didn't get very far when the officer took him into custody. 
Now, this is a pretty interesting story. I wish that there would have been some type of uh, dash cam. Would you pay money for this? Wouldn't you? I would pay money to watch this incident. Can you imagine the officer, uh, license and registered, and he's looking, and he sees the dog, and then he looks in further, and he sees the guy in the passenger seat doing what? You know, kind of pointing, pointing at the, you know, I told him, I told him he was going too fast. What type of story do you tell an officer to try and convince him of this? Of course, it didn't work, and he was brought into custody. But you want to know even the, the stranger part of this story? <laughs> what makes this story even stranger is that, so the guy driving is drunk. He's got his best friend, his best buddy, best pal in the passenger seat, his dog. But in the back seat was, there were two more people. And according to the police, they were sober. So here, got, they, they may have been sober, but they must not have been very smart. Because here are two sober people in the back seat. You got a drunk guy driving a car. You got the dog in the passenger seat. Police pulls him over. They're watching as, I don't know, he gets it in his head. He says, Rover, Rover, come here. And he switches with him. Goodness gracious, what is this world coming to? Well, anyways, as the story goes, of course, the, the driver was arrested on suspicion of being under the influence of either drugs, alcohol, or both. But the story says, the story tells us, the police say that they let the two people in the back go and, uh, and they let the dog off with a warning. That, that's right. That, that's how the story goes. Now, I, as I said, I would have loved to have seen the dash cam for this incident. The, the, the dash cam or the chest camera that the officers wear. I would have loved to have seen that. That. That right there, that would make good pay-per-view. But let, let's let's move on from that to what, what is the what is the my take? What is the Bible take from the story? What how how do we transition from that to something in the Bible? Well, you will not find a story in scripture about anyone switching places with a dog. You will not find anyone trying to, you know, drunk driving and trying to play it off. But what you will find in the Bible, you'll find in the Bible. Plenty of instances, forgive my cold, you'll find in the Bible plenty of instances where people made bad choices under the influence of alcohol. That's right. Uh, the Bible is, is full of stories of people that made dumb choices and, of course, led to some very unfortunate consequences as a result of being under the influence of alcohol. As the Bible refers to it, wine or strong drink. Let me let me share a couple of examples. So, remember Noah from Noah's Ark? Yeah, Noah's Ark fame. Noah, the Bible says, got drunk. I don't even want to tell you on the podcast what happened to him, but as a result of him getting drunk, he had some very negative consequences. Um, the Bible tells a story of two sons of the high priest, Nadab and Abihu. They were working in the sanctuary of the Lord, the newly built sanctuary, uh, as they left Egypt, they built a sanctuary, and these two men were responsible for certain responsibilities in the sanctuary. Well, under the influence of alcohol, they offered strange fire before the Lord. In other words, there was fire that was lit by God in certain functions of the sanctuary. When they let the fire go out through their carelessness, they decided just to use regular flame, and that, that decision brought horrible consequences to them. They actually died. 
But I want to tell you a different story. I want to tell you a story of, of someone else who, under the influence of alcohol, made a very, very bad choice. His name is King Belteshazzar, and you find this in the book of Daniel. And let me tell you real briefly here. The Israelites had been subjugated. They had been subdued, beaten by the Babylonians. The Babylonians had taken a bunch of them captive. They were living in Babylon. Uh, not only did they take them captive, when they took, they laid siege to Jerusalem, they entered in there. They were able to plunder Jerusalem, which meant the, the items that they had in their temple, the items that were made out of gold, bronze, and silver, they took all of that. They took that back with them to Babylon. Well, one night, Belteshazzar is throwing a party, the Bible says, and as he was drinking and partying, he got this idea in his head. He said, hey, here we're drinking from these goblets and these cups. I tell you what, let's really party. Bring out, bring out the golden cups, bring out the furniture, bring out the, the pieces that were used as part of the Israelites' worship, those very ornate golden table plates. We're going to have a party. And they began to drink from those cups that were used used as part of the religious services of the Creator God. Well, what happened? The Bible says that out of nowhere, a bloodless hand showed up and began to write a message of judgment on the wall for Belteshazzar. Belteshazzar did not live through the night because at the same time that he was being disrespectful to God, treating the holy items as common and drinking and partying with them, the Medes and the Persians were making their way into the city of Babylon, and they took it over that night. He did not see mourning. It was almost like his decision. It, we had a little bit of a technical issue, it looks like. Uh, maybe the power must have fluctuated or something, but let me get back to the podcast here. It, it was almost like Belteshazzar's act under the influence of alcohol, bringing the holy items from the temple of Jerusalem and drinking and partying with them, it was like the last straw with God. And judgment not only came upon him, but it also came upon the Babylonian people. And his he was the one that saw the sunset of the Babylonian kingdom and the sunrise of the Medo-Persian empire. You know, nothing good ever happens when you drink, my friend. I don't know if you're a drinker or not. Nothing good ever happens from the consumption of alcohol. As a matter of fact, the Bible says here, I'm going to share a text with you. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 1 says, Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. It's a very clear statement. The, the, if you are under the influence of alcohol, you will not make good choices. Let me repeat that. If you are under the influence of alcohol, you will not make good choices. Now, let me let me just uh, share this with you. I, I think about the story. I think about the fact that this man here, he suffered some consequences. He's going to have to answer for this crime of driving under the influence. Um, he could have killed someone. He could have hurt himself. He could have hurt the people in the car. As I said, there are consequences when we engage in drinking alcohol. But but let me let me just switch gears just a little bit because this this program is about being inspirational. It's about giving hope. It's not about just 
downing or dumping on people that make mistakes. Why do people drink in the first place? Think about think about that. Why do people drink alcohol anyway? Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a drinker. I was at one time, but thank God it's not something that I have an attraction to. But I will say this, that people drink for several different reasons. People drink sometimes to forget. People drink sometimes to just have fun. You know, when you're under the influence, life just seems great. You're not worried about your troubles and you're just, you know, you have a euphoric feeling. But let me say this. For those of you that enjoy drinking, you think it's fun, you think it's good, I want to tell you something this morning or whenever you listen to this podcast. Alcohol ain't got nothing on a relationship with Jesus Christ. There is no drink, there is no drug that will super that will overcome or supersede the feeling that you get when you are communicating and have a relationship with God. When you hear his voice, when you see his hand moving, when you come to realize for the first time in your life that there is a God, he is real, he knows who you are, and that you are important to him. You don't need to drink alcohol because that euphoric feeling comes from the inside out. I'm telling you, once you get to know this God, your life will never be the same again. No drink or drug will ever even come close to what you get from spending time with him. So I want to encourage you this morning. I want to encourage you that the Bible presents a better way. The Bible presents a better alternative. You don't need to drink alcohol. You don't need to do drugs. If you want to feel good, get to know Jesus Christ. Not only will you feel better, you'll have nothing to regret in the morning. That's my take. And that's inspiration to go.